pimps in the crib, mom. Hey guys, welcome back to the Blonde Bible. I'm your host, Ella Ring Rose. Um, holy shit. I am so excited to do this podcast today, like so excited. Basically, long story short, I did this, I tried to do this two times last night. Both times I started crying and my voice sounded like there was a frog in my throat. Like I was like, do you know when you're trying not to cry and you're like, but basically like, so that's what I sounded like. And I was listening back to it. I was also whispering because I filmed it. I mean, I recorded it at like 10 o'clock at night because I just had to, I literally was supposed to go to bed. And then I was like, I have to talk about this. But yeah, I was listening back to it and I was literally whispering. Like it was insane. Um, So I'm just going to do it today. I feel so much better this morning now that I've like kind of got my emotions out. Like last night I was really um not upset. It was, I, I came to a realization that really like upset me, but like, it's a, it's a happy realization. Like I'm glad I'm realizing it at the age of 20 and not 50 years old. You know what I mean? Um, quickly sipping on bulletproof coffee. If you have not tried out bulletproof coffee, you need to get on it. I've been trying out intermittent fasting, which is where you eat within a six hour window. I know you can also do it for eight hours. I'm pretty sure, but I'm doing it six hours. So when I wake up, I make a bulletproof coffee, which is just, um, one shot of espresso with tons of like boiling water, one tablespoon of a grass fed butter and a tablespoon of coconut oil or, um, Ro-Octane oil, I think it is. Um, Yeah, it's called Brain Octane Oil, but I've been using coconut oil for now. Um, I still haven't gotten around to going to the shops to get um, Octane oil, but that apparently is 18 times more effective than coconut oil, and it's so good for brain function. But I've been trying this, and it's amazing. You know when you drink a coffee, your mouth kind of feels gross? You don't feel it with this because the oil creates kind of like a barrier. Um, it's really weird, but um, it tastes delicious, and when you, you have to blend it up in a blender, and it looks like a latte, It takes some getting used to. I'm usually someone who loves tons of milk in my coffee. And the first time I tried this, I was like, this is actually so good. Um, It sounds a bit off-putting, but the butter makes it so nice. Uh, The point of all these ingredients is it it makes you not crash. Like, you know, in coffees, you crash after a little while, like the caffeine goes. I don't know what it is, but the high amounts of fat in the coffee keep your energy. Like you don't get that dip. And I feel like insane. It's so weird. But yeah, I wanted to get into the topic of this video. I basically listened to a podcast last night called The Mimi B Magazine. And she was basically, long story short, she's such a successful, like really amazing, strong-headed woman who just is, she's kind of like an inspiration to me. Love list reading self-improvement books and it's something I'm always interested in. And she's like the definition of someone who's like, really growing herself as a person if you get me like she's just really into eating healthy and all that sort of stuff and she basically was saying how she started singing the other day and she felt like she had suppressed this hobby which she loved to do which was singing um and suppressed that childlike self for so long and she had never felt so alive until she started singing and she hadn't done it in years and she was like I've been suppressing this freedom, little childlike self of me who just wants to dance around and have some fun. And then I basically read, listened to that podcast. I started crying and I was like, oh my God, like every word she said resonated with me so much, not in terms of singing, but just in life. I feel as we get older, we become less childlike and ordinary becomes acceptable. I got into bed and I read the, I'm reading the 5am club by Robin Sharma at the moment. And there was a quote in it that literally spoke to me. And that's why I grabbed out my microphone last night and started trying to record a podcast, but just was crying. 
but it was basically saying adults are deteriorated children when you were much younger you understood how to live staring at stars filled you with delight running in a park made you feel alive and chasing butterflies flooded you with joy then as you grew up you forgot how to be human you forgot how to be bold and enthusiastic and loving and widely alive and your precious reservoirs of hope faded the line in that that really like made me feel like oh my god was the the one where it said running in a park made you feel alive specifically the word alive because i don't think i've felt alive for the past while i don't think i'm doing things that are fulfilling my soul if you will and I feel like everyone are robots these days. We are in a society where there has never, ever been more distractions in our entire lives than right now. Um, we're like robots with our smartphones. I've been spending so less time on my phone. Pro tip, give your mom your phone at night. I give my mom my phone at like nine o'clock and I get it back at 6 p.m. the next evening. Not even kidding. So um, I have time to do my work, do my bits. And I asked her to take my phone from me. See, this is the thing that's even messed up. I was proud that my screen time was two hours. I don't know about you, but I feel like that's good, even though that's not good. Do you know what I mean? Like, why are we spending two hours staring at a screen that doesn't benefit us? And yeah, it just made me think. I was like, I feel like I'm living my life in fear, like pure fear. And last night when I was saying this, I was like, I feel like I'm living my life. But like, literally, I can, I'm more clear spoken today, but it just, I just feel like I'm not doing things that make me feel alive. Like, what is the benefit of scrolling through Instagram a million and one times? And I hate texting. I, I, I like, I'm such a voice message girl. I hate texting because I just find it so not humane. I'm like, we're humans. We need to see interaction. We need to see how people interpret things, how their, their body language is, how they gesture, thing, gesture things. But with text, you can just get so much anxiety from it because you're like, I don't know how someone's saying this. I don't know how someone's interpreting this. And it just made me rethink. I'm in such a paradox because I adore YouTube, love YouTube. But the one I'm a little bit of paradox about is Instagram. It's like everyone's putting out their highlighted selves. Like, Oh my God, I'm sorry if you can hear the construction. Okay, I'm gonna turn the gain down. So I'm sorry if you can um, hear the construction background, but no one's gonna put up a story being like, wow, like feeling very depressed today or wow, anxiety is a new time high. Like no one's gonna do that. And for me, I think it has taken a big toll on my mental health more than I've realized. Like for so long, subconsciously, I've been like, oh my God, every single person I follow have the most perfect lives. Like just regular people who live in Dublin. I'm like, they have the most perfect lives. They have nothing wrong with them. I'm the only one with the issue. I just listen to how I'm saying, I'm the only one with the issue. I would always think I'm the only one with this issue. No one else has this except me because you see yourself you see yourself in your most raw and vulnerable state. Like you see yourself when you're going to the toilet, when you're in the shower, in your most stripped back form. You see yourself doing all the things that aren't pretty. Like you have to study or you have to do the work you have to do or all these different things. So you see yourself in this most raw, vulnerable state and you think, well, all these other people are perfect. So my life must be shit. And it's because they're not posting the shitty things they have to do and the awful things they have to do so when you go into instagram you're like wow everyone's lives are absolutely perfect they just woke up with perfect makeup and perfect hair and a spray tan and it's like is this something i want in my life that like i'm always going to be thinking like 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 i said before it is the most distracted 
century we've ever been in. Not saying it's a it's an amazing time to be alive, like completely, there's so much more opportunities ever before, but it's like how much people actually spend time alone. And I'm not talking about alone on your phone. I'm talking about just sitting with yourself with no distractions, no TV, no phone. And for so long, I was like, oh my gosh, I I love my own company. Like I am so fine being by myself. I am quite an introvert in the sense of like, I love being by myself. But lady, I was thinking, I was like, am I being by myself or am I with my phone in me? Like, I can't remember the last time I just sat and was just sat with my thoughts and not on my phone. And when I did that the other night, I just was like, my head was just like going, going, going. Like my mind would not stop. And that's where phones come in. We're so used to seeing new information, new likes coming in, messages, all these alerts, like constantly. Your brain is always on the go. It never gets a chance to stop. Even when you go to sleep, when you're dreaming, your brain is just going, 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 going. Um, and I'm like, is it really worth it? Like if, okay, if someone came up to you 15 years ago and was like, Okay, in 15 years, you are going to carry around this device that you're going to be in prison to. You're going to spend six plus hours on it every single day. You're going to share your life on it and everyone's going to be able to see everything you're up to and everything you're doing. And they're going to be able to listen to what you're talking about. They're going to be able to hold all your information. You'd be like, obviously, I'm not going to do that. But everyone's doing it voluntarily now. Like, no one's telling you to have an iPhone, but everyone's doing it. I'm sorry for the construction. Everyone's doing it voluntarily. And it was like, shit, like that's scary. Like for example, when I say, hey Siri, my phone's listening. It has to be recording to hear, hey Siri, listen. Hey Siri. Yes. Like, what the fuck? That's so scary. And before, I like was always like, I'm not special though. Like who cares if people can hear like what I'm saying? Like billions of people have iPhones. They're not going to tone in on me. But it's like more the matter of like, this is my privacy. Like this is my life. I don't want anyone to be having this information. Like that's so creepy though. That like they're recording you. So they have to hear what you're saying. Like privacy isn't in 2019 anymore. Just made me rethink all these like, insecurities I have through Instagram and for example oh my god I'm so sorry for this construction for example when I came across my iPhone 4 like two weeks ago like iPhone 4 was my first iPhone I was in like third year I think like I got my iPhone quite late um which is totally fine obviously and I was I charged it up because like I mean you know when you find your old phones you're like oh my god I can't wait to see the pictures of these and I charged it up and they were like I started looking through them and it was like screenshots of Instagram models and like just scrolling down like screenshots of like makeup products that I wanted to get to look like so-and-so. And I was like, this isn't a thing that's happened overnight to me with insecurities. Like this is something that has crept up slowly, like for the past years with social media. Um, I've only had Instagram for like two or three years, I think. But yeah, I think just over two years. But like these things that I think on the daily, like, oh, you're not pretty enough or without makeup, you look awful or all these thoughts. Like they didn't just come from somewhere. They came from like slowly, gradually building up through like comparing yourself to people. And I feel we all hold a story of ourselves and we all 
have a story of who we think we are, like a perception of who we are, let me just tell you now, that is not true. Whatever story you have of yourself, it's not true. Unless it's a positive one, keep going. But like most people have a story, like I have a story in my head where I think I'm not successful because I dropped out of school when I was younger. But then again, I'm like, I'm working my way up. I did a QQI level five and I'm doing a QQI level seven so I can get into college and do a degree. Like I'm working my way up while I'm in college now, but I wanna do a degree in business as well. But I still have that story in my head of I'm not successful because I dropped out of school. A thing I did years ago, which was by, by the way, best decision of my life. But that's the story I have myself, which isn't true. Like if someone looked at me, they're not gonna be like, she's not successful. I'm 20 years old. Who looks at someone and goes, they're not successful. Do you know what I mean? And people just tell ourselves these insecurities and these problems we have. So like, if you look in the mirror and you're like, I'm not pretty, and you tell yourself that every day, that starts to become a fact in your head. It's not even you being mean to yourself. You think it's true. Like you fully believe it, it is a fact and it's not. And that's, that's scary. Like that's scary how powerful our mind is. And I feel like, and I'm not bashing Instagram because they have so much amazing opportunities. You can create a whole business, a whole lifestyle. Like it's so cool, but it's like, just be careful who you follow and just be careful with how much time you're spending on your screen. I think Instagram is great. Like it's a great tool, but don't be spending more than half an hour on it a day. And that's what I'm trying to do now. It's like, it's fine if it's like 15, but if you're spending like half your day on it, um, like if you're in college constantly on your phone, I find myself in class always looking at my phone. It's like those insecurities are just gonna get bigger and bigger. Like just think five years from now, if you're constantly still on Instagram for hours, how is your mental health gonna be in five years? And the reason I was upset last night, cause I was like, shit, I have been, brainwashed for years but I'm glad I'm realizing at this age and for whoever you are listening to you're so lucky you can realize this now so you can kind of you know really take a step step back and be like why am I so obsessed with likes and why does it give me so much approval and why does a number of followers give me worth like it's not real life do you know as a kid, you run around and you are wearing a swimming togs or you, when you were a child, you're running around naked. You didn't give a crap. You weren't living in the past or the present. It's like when a baby doesn't get something they want and they start screaming, crying. It's like, they're not being like, oh my God, everyone can see me cry. They're just crying. And then once they get the toy, they stop crying and they've forgotten about that they literally just cried two minutes ago because they're on, they're in the present. They're not dwelling on the past. They're not dwelling on the future. But for us, it's like, I feel like I'm living in the past and the future. I'm never in the present moment. And I think social media is like a big thing for that. Um, This is like such a, I'm jumping from thing to thing, but like, I just have so much I wanna say. As children, we did not live in fear. If we wanted to touch that electric fence, we were gonna do it. But now it's like, if we go out on a beach with our bathing suit, it's like, are people looking? Well, I don't know about you, but that's what I, that's what I think about sometimes. I'm like, oh my God, like, me in a bikini, terrified. And my mom's like, you are literally young. You are so young. You should love your body and enjoy it because when you're older, it's gonna be different. And I'm like, for someone of 20 years old who is young, like I'm young, clear skin, whatever, because again, I'm young. I don't have wrinkles, I'm not old. If I'm thinking this now, like being mean to myself now, I'm like, what am I gonna be like when I'm older? 
it's like we've really got to start loving ourselves and supporting each other. And I have a long road to go with self-love, but I haven't been practicing it every day. I mean, that's why I've started trying to eat much better. But like, I just haven't been practicing self-love. And I'm not talking about the external sources of yourself. Like, I'm talking about the insides, loving that you're clumsy or loving that you're just loving every little thing that's that makes you you. And I feel like I've lost that a bit because of social media, because I haven't been putting my energy and time into hobbies, like my spare time into like things that I want to do. I've been spending it on countless amounts of like scrolling. Like this is your life. This is your one chance of life and it goes quick. And like Mimi B in her, uh, her podcast was saying like, time is everything. Like you could get knocked down by a bus tomorrow. And I hate saying that because I'm so cocky in the sense of, I think I'm going to live forever, but I'm not. And I need to tell myself that, not in a negative way of like, oh, you're going to die soon, but like a thing of like, come on, if, you're, if you've been saying you've wanted to do this for so long or you keep saying you're going to do this, just do it and stop living back in fear. Um, I'm reading The 5am Club by Robert Sharma, but I'm going to read Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway after again because that book changed my life and I'm not even kidding. I remember I wanted to start YouTube since I was, um, since I was like 10 or 11 and I remember I put it off for seven years like if I started so much earlier I could have oh my god I feel like my whole life would be different I'm not even kidding but um I put it off because I was terrified of the approval of what other people were thinking like that's one thing I will give myself credit to is that like I am such a creative person and editing is like my creative freedom like I adore editing it's my favorite thing to do and I love filming and being creative so I'll give myself some credit that I do like that creative outlet but Back to the story, I was reading Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway and I posted YouTube videos. I hadn't shared them on my social media or anything because I had this perception of how people were gonna react and that it was already true. Like I was like, oh, so-and-so, let's say a guy called, I don't know, Ben, let's just say that name. Um, I was like, oh my God, Ben's gonna think I'm a freak and then he's gonna send it to people in their group chat. They're all gonna be bitching about me and they're all gonna laugh at my videos. Like I already had, accepted and believed the fact that this was the outcome that was going to happen so I put it off for so long and then I was on the train to my dad's I remember it so clearly I was on the train to my dad's and I read a certain line in feel the fear do it anyway and it was something about why should you hold back on people's opinions because they really do not give a shit about you and it's it's true like everyone is so selfish and they're only thinking about themselves no one is that involved in your life like that involved to say something bad about your life and if they are they're probably jealous of you to be honest but um I remember on that train then I literally posted a Facebook status saying I started a YouTube channel and it was the scariest thing I've ever done in my entire life. And like, I've done scary things. Like, like I've had operations and all that stuff, but like posting a bloody video on the internet was the scariest thing I've ever done. Um, And the outcome was so different. People just texted me and been like, yeah, fair play. Like, cool. No one really cared. And I had this whole idea that of anxiety that had built up in my head of what people were gonna think and it wasn't true. And I feel like we all do that with every aspect of your life. And if there's one thing to take away from this podcast is, you know, stop living in the, the past of your mistakes and stop living in the future of how people will react or how you think people react to thing and thing or so and so or, that you, if you don't ask that girl like she's gonna say no before you've even asked or in any aspect, if you don't ask, you don't receive. And same with just live in the present. And I, I need to read the, the, I need to read The Power of Now from Eckhart Tolle. I have scanned through it, but I really need to read it again. But it's like, 
we've got to stop living our life around fear. Like I keep saying I want to go for a swim by myself. Like near, I live like right beside the beach, but I'm too scared to go by myself because I think people will be like, why is she by herself? No one really cares. And I've been putting that off for like a year because it's something that terrifies me and I really just need to do it. But that scares me. But I'm like, why? Like I live beside this beautiful sea. No one's telling me I can't do it. I'm the only one holding myself back. Just little things like that. It's like you're the only one holding yourself back and you're the only one tripping yourself up in fear. And I don't really know what this podcast was, but I really, I know it will help someone. I don't think it will help someone. I know it will. Um, so like I said, just one thing is to just do what you like to do. If you like to dress weird and you've noticed over the past few years, you've kind of stopped because you're scared of the what people think. Like, who cares? One day we're all gonna be buried in the ground, dead. Do you wanna be remembered for being mainstream and being casual and doing it for the approval of other because of what's something they would have thought in their brain that they might not even say out loud? Or do you wanna live your spontaneous fun life that like, makes people almost admire you like if you're doing something out of the norm people low-key admire that they're like wow they're actually doing something but they're not gonna say that so you kind of need to be your number one cheerleader and that's something I kind of realized last night was like how hard I am on myself like I was like holy shit I'm mean to myself not even kidding I was like this is a joke like I need to act like there's two of me and one is my best friend cheering me on because right now it's the other half of me is Regina George and she's being a bully. <laughs> so, you know that little voice in your head? Tell it to shut up. Practice things daily that make you feel alive. Like going for a swim or going for a walk without listening to music. I really feel like that just went off on a complete tangent and there was nothing there that like really like was staple. Like there was no... I just danced from topic to topic to topic. But, you know, just... Remember, we're all a kid and as a child, you have, you believe anything is possible, but the older you get, people tell you you can't do this and this and this, and then you start to believe the way you think reality is, but the world is your oyster and you can do anything you set your mind to, if that makes sense. Like when you're a child, you believe anything is possible, but then by the years go by, people say, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. Like when I was a child, I said I wanted to be a giraffe. I mean, okay, that's a little bit unrealistic now, but... My mom was never like, you can't be that. She was just like, okay, that's fine. But like when you get older, some people just say you can't do this and this and that. And then you feel your reality is just, there's only very few options. And that's not the case at all. Like the world is your oyster. You can do anything you set your mind to. And I think what's lacking in this society is belief. Belief in ourselves that we can do these things. Like we shot ourselves, we shoot ourselves down before we even start stuff. Like everyone's just so comfortable in their little bubbles including myself and I need to get outside my comfort zone so I think I'm gonna go to Toronto by myself for the summer and just put myself out into the scary big bad world and just learn to be independent and it's gonna be scary but it's an excitement inside of me I, I think I'm gonna do it but um anyway I hope this made sense it was so like jumping from topic to topic to topic but I hope you got the main gist I do think this would relate to people a lot in many senses um 
And yeah, I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening to The Blonde Babble. Um, I hope this left in a positive note. I don't know if this was sounded a bit negative or not, but yeah, I love you all so much and believe in yourself and just stop worrying about numbers. Stop worrying about what people think of you because no one really cares. The only person I'm always thinking about is myself. Same as you, because you're your number one priority. So why are you worrying about Sheila down the road judging you on an Instagram post and, oh my God, this only got 10 likes in 10 minutes. Should I take it down? Like, what? Like, if you actually listen to yourself, you're going to be like, what am I saying? Um. So, yeah, just try and listen to your thoughts more and you'll be like, shit, I'm mean to myself. Do you know what I mean? And we can get through this. And if you're realizing whatever age you're listening to this, um, whatever age you're listening to this now, it's like, okay, today's the day I can start and I'm glad I've realized this. Sorry, oh my god, this just, I don't even know if I'll upload this. I mean, if you're listening to this, I have. But um, message me if you kind of understood the whole vibe I was trying to go at. And yeah, I love you all so much. And thank you so much for supporting my podcast. It means the world to me. It is something that really does bring me joy. Like I couldn't sleep last night because I was so excited to record this this morning. And it just comes so natural to me, I feel. I don't know. Yeah, I love you all so much. Bye bye.